G'day ladies and gents, welcome to Life of Mine. Maddie Michael here and I'm here on a regular basis to bring you some real life combos with a whole range of people. Now, the combos can be about mining, they can be about finance, science, current affairs or whatever's going to interest people and it is delivered in true Aussie spirit with a whole range of experts on the other end of the mic. So if you're looking for a good down to earth perspective on the exciting stuff within mining and life, then make sure you tune into Life of Mine each week, wherever you get your podcasts. Rightio, for today's yarn, this bloke, well, let's not understate it. He's a fucking A-list celebrity, Josh Pillick, from this season of Married at First Sight. Now, all the wives out there are going to bloody love this, just as much as all the blokes that apparently never watch it. You bloody liars. Anyway, me and Joshy have a yarn about all the dirty little secrets behind Married at First Sight and elaborate on some of the scandals throughout the season. Whether they're true or not, the who's rooted who and plenty more juicy stuff. This bloke's a bloody legend and he's probably going to be on I'm a Celebrity Get Me Out of Here in the coming season. Righto, let's talk some maths with the blue-collar Aussie working class hero, Josh Pillick. Let's get into it. Copy your shift boss. Okay, radio check. Yeah, radio's working fine. Yeah, copy your personnel. Yeah, copy, mate. Yeah, stitch her up there. Thanks, mate. Yeah, right, eh? Copy that. Yeah, oh, the one that's been bugging me the whole time, I can't believe what? Steve didn't give Michelle one. I just... What, I know. What the fuck's what? wrong with what? that bloke? I don't know, man. I, I, I think, you know, Michelle's got a few biscuits on me, but I think, I think she, she's an attractive lady. That's the exact, the exact words I said on the couch. There's no yeah. other way to put it. I said to the missus, I'm like, oh, tell you what, she's not bad. I'd give her one for sure. Like, like for 48, <laughs> she's a beautiful woman. She, 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 she's gorgeous and she, she's an absolute legend too. But um, I think Steve, he was – he. it's funny because he was there the, the whole time. But yet, you know, they were in separate beds and all this bloody bullshit. But he, he just said that he wasn't attracted to her, which I don't know whether his eyes were painted on. <laughs> or he may not have just been attracted to her, but look, I don't, I don't know. See, for me, if, if, if there's no way I would have got to the end with a with a woman and been in separate beds and not not be you know mate you know kissing and all that. For me, I would have known a few weeks ago it's not meant to work, and I would have been packing my bags and fucking off home. Yeah, but, yeah. Yeah. Steve kept saying, you know, it's an experiment. It could it could change overnight, and and to see what happens. But um, I mean, you- after a few weeks, you, you know, you just know. I knew after a few weeks it wasn't meant to be. But the way, but it was hilarious because the way they portrayed you and Kathy is yous were going to go, yous were the bloody love story. But then just like in a matter of a turn of events, yous were fucking, uh, you just fell apart. Oh man, I know. I went home to suck on me mum's tit apparently, <laughs> but um, nah, they, <laughs> they, they, man, they wanted us to be to be the love story. So I mean, we, I mean. Everyone keeps saying you started off so strong. We're well, going into something like that. The first thing, you, the first thing you like is you, you want to have some kind of attraction. It definitely makes yeah. it easier. You know, I turned around. Fuck you, beautiful. She looks. She looks good. She looked. You know what I mean? Like she, she's a good-looking girl. Not typically the type of girl I'd go for, for. You know what I mean? But but she was gorgeous, and and we got along for the first week on a paid honeymoon. Who's not going to get along with an attractive <laughs> woman on a paid honeymoon riding fucking horses in the paddock? And then once we moved in, you know, it kind of worked out that we were, we were completely different people and. I always had the producers coming up saying, you know, like I oh, use it, you know, use it, use it glowing, you know, we've got all our money on use to make it to the end. And I remember saying to the producers, 
it's not going to happen. This chick off camera is a different chick, you know. I just we just don't get along off camera, but on camera, you know, it's a fairy tale. Yeah, yeah. And they right. just said to me, "Well, unfortunately, Josh, all that matters is is what's happening on camera." And right now, you're the love story. So I was just like, "Fuck! How the fuck do I get out of here?" But um, yeah, it dwindled out the way it did. But it was just we we both knew, you know what I mean? I, I, I feel like behind the behind the scenes, we both had that talk, you know. I mean, I can't wait to have kids. She didn't want kids. Um. I'm an outdoorsy bloke, you know. She said she'll never – she hates camping. She hates this. I love playing country music. She can't even stand Shania Twain. That's <laughs> bloody that, – that, that's, your, that's your fucking medium level. That's, that's but, like uh, – that is your go-to country for people that don't like country. Because have you re-watched much of, much of it? Or did you re-watch uh, no, the whole thing? I've re-watched nothing, man. Like when – after seeing that, the um, the family lunch where it kind of like – you know, I look, I, watching that was hard because – Knowing how it actually went down, and then watching myself back on that episode, I hated. I hated myself. Um, like I said, um, the family lunch where it kind of all went bad on the day was actually it was actually a good lunch. Um, we had the producer come out and say, "All right, Josh and Kathy, three things you like about each other in a relationship, and three um, three things that have happened in the past is don't like about each other." To yeah. which we both answer. Um, and then we had Thai food get delivered. The motorbike ride was actually the day after. You see us smiling and all that. Yeah, yeah, but they yeah. made it look like that lunch is where it all went downhill. And nah. it was just copying different um, answers and then putting them to different questions and then leaving out Kathy's, you know, audio all together. So, yeah, because I, I, I said to you before, like, it, you, within one conversation where you, I think your old girl was talking, you just went from just getting there to finishing the main meal Within yeah. within one conversation, like it was so detached, it was so obvious it was oh, bloody edited. Me, me, yeah. me little, if you watch carefully too, me, me little brother disappears and reappears sitting next <laughs> to my mum. And also, a, a thing you got to remember is like they filmed my mum saying something, and it was almost like I was kind of grinning, like I was kind of happy, and it was it was bad against Kathy. Yeah. On those days, they they only send down one camera. So what happens is we have this like hour, two-hour conversation with laughs, with serious talk, and then at the end they'll film us and just go, okay, we'll just get you to be looking at your mum. Now you were laughing at this point, and you'll be laughing or you'll, you'll be smiling and you'll be nodding. So that those reactions aren't actually reactions to what someone's saying. They're yeah, just, yeah. just something to record at the end, and then they get put in wherever they, they want. But, you know, me never having, you know, any previous experience on a TV show, you, you just kind of you kind of follow the lead of the producers, you know what I mean, and just – Hope for the best. How'd you bloody, how much shit did you get in when you, um, well, I guess you've fucking uncovered all this and against what you were yeah. probably, you're supposed to shut your mouth. Did you get in a bit of shit for it? I actually, I actually didn't, but I think because my season has been so outspoken, you know, there's been so much other legal stuff going on with everyone else. Yeah. Where for me, um, you know, I knew I could have copped a bad edit. You know, I'm happy copping shit, but when my family was starting to get like negative messages and that, that's when I kind of just thought I'd say me peace. So I put my video up on Instagram and Facebook saying how it really was, and that was it. You know, I got it off my chest, and that, that's all I've done. So I don't think I was much of a, a big fish for them to fry. And like I've said, I've got nothing they can take. I've got a 2003 Subaru, and I'm pretty sure the, the bass is due for Reggio, and it's got two ball tires. <laughs> take the cut. Just don't touch me, Harley. <laughs> oh, that's fucking great. But you got the blue tick. Isn't that what every, every cunt goes on these things for, to get the blue tick? What the fuck is the blue tick? I think I think all it is is like it's like a it's like a verification badge. So it helps brands find your profile quicker, you know, to sell products, you know, which is what a lot of people go into this kind of thing for, I guess. And basically, um, 
we didn't have we had control to our Instagrams and social medias while the show was on, but we couldn't post anything. Everything that was posted was by Channel Nine. Ah, oh, yeah. Um, they had our, they had our passwords. They had everything. So before I posted that, I quickly went in and changed some passwords and done all that. <laughs> and then once I did that, you know, Maths unfollowed me. I didn't get any. You know, they said I wasn't going to go to Logies. I'm not going to get any. You know, paid sponsorships. But I didn't, I didn't give a shit. You know, I, I going on that show made me realise how much I just missed my normal job at home and all that. So that was never really a big issue for me. So. But I still got a blue tick anyway, so fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> oh, but, mate, I figured you'd call it, like, because I was dropping the kids off at school and I told a few of the mums that, like, I was yeah. bloody, uh, I was having a yarn to you today. They're like, fuck, is he bloody coming around? Like, you could be, <laughs> like, Australia's soccer mum toy boy. Like, that's your, I think that's your call it, eh? Because they're fucking, they love you, mate, especially the, the divorced ones. <laughs> Mate, hey, if you know if you know any good women, mate, let me know. Let me know. <laughs> the search continues. I tell you. Hey, what's it been like? Have you been uh, have you been knocking a few off since you got out of the show? Have you like going out? And you'd be like everyone's uh, pretty well aware of who you are now. Was it a bit overwhelming? Yeah, I mean, I mean, I haven't really been out because of this COVID stuff and, and all that. But I mean, oh, true. You get yeah. ton- you get you get you get tons of messages and that. But um, it's, it is it's overwhelming. It's, it's and that. But you just don't know. I mean. You just don't know whether they're just kind of talking to you because you're on fucking TV or, or what. But I don't know, mate. I'm, I'm hanging for Stroud Radio this year. I've got a feeling I'm going to meet a meet a mad country chick from there this year. So <laughs> that's all I want. <laughs> that's fucking cool. Just trade photos with and listen to Shania Twain. So, yeah. Oh, you need to go to – I reckon – Tamworth Country Music Festival, mate. That's your bloody calling for this next year, I, know, I reckon. I know. I know. I know. I'm keen to – I love them events. I reckon they're they're a good bunch of all the country people. So we were look you to bloody, that every year. were you country New South Wales originally, or where, where's the or you just love your country music? I just love me country. My family's all from like Dunny Gloucester. I've uh, got some up at Stroud and that. So you oh, know, yeah, like yeah. country background with my family and a lot of um my aunts and uncles and that are into their country music and, and playing all that, playing bands and that. So just always been around it. Yeah, nice. Now we've got to get into the. I want to get into the scandals. Like, like I want to see the. We're we're uncovering the bloody like you. You're me in. You're me in. All the speculation we've been making. You're gonna you're gonna squash it for me. Did did anyone hit you up for the old swapsies in there? Is that yeah, is that a common yeah. thing? There, was there any um, country music yeah, fans? Yeah, so you have you have a lot you have a lot of they, they kind of get the feels out first. So they just say, Oh, is, you know, is there anyone you kind of fancy um, you know, that you consider changing for it if the opportunity arose? Yeah. Um, me and Kathy were pretty good at the start, you know, and that's nothing I'd ever do. But I remember when, when it was pretty obvious we were gonna leave, um, and me and I was really good friends with Connie. You know, yeah, me and yeah, her were just yeah. like good mates. I thought she was just a cool chick. And I remember them saying to me, you know, would you would you ever consider, like, you know, maybe go and have a chat with Connie and we'll get it on camera? And I said, fuck off, because I knew what they were doing. <laughs> oh, they're fucking but cheeky cunts, aren't they? They did. They did it to um to Dave the Cowboy when him and Haley weren't working out. He actually um had producers say, you know, do you, do you want us to give you some numbers of some of the other girls in here, you know, that you might be interested in? And Yeah. Yeah, they definitely they definitely, definitely try and pull some strings because they want it to happen. I mean, everyone watches for the drama. No one wants to see, you know, ten love stories. You know, one's nice, but... Everyone wants the cheat and then the fucking wine pouring over someone's head. Yeah, I know that's yeah. why I watched the season before mine. So, <laughs> yeah. oh, because you were you wouldn't do it like going back. You wouldn't do it again, would you? Would it seem like a good idea at the time? Would have you done? Would you do it again if you knew that like this fuck, is what would happen? Uh, oh, fuck no. Nah, look, pro- probably not. I mean, at the time it was just like, oh, you should try it for this, you know? Because me and me fucking mate watched one episode of the season before and we'll fucking talk. You know, like, there was no overtime <laughs> like the that works because we we're racing home. 
And um, they, they, they just said to me, you should apply. You know, I had a few beers, finished early one day, applied, and one thing led to another. I thought, fuck, you know what? This will be all right. Three months holiday. What a, you know, what a breeze. Get paid for it. That was the most stressful fucking thing I've ever done. Not on roof tiling for three years. <laughs> but, <laughs> what, did you, what did you get paid for? So you get paid. I think it's, you get paid weekly tax free. And I think it's, a, it's 11, it's a, 1100 a week. Yeah, I'm not. Oh, it's pretty, it's better than the doll, isn't it? Yeah. It is. <laughs> so, and you're pretty much, you're staying in a U-Butte um, place in the CBD, but the thing is you're, you're just stuck with your wife fucking all 24-7. Yeah. You're not allowed to, so, to socialise with any other couples. You can't catch up with the boys for a beer. Oh, so you you're can't. Just, yeah, right. No, nah, we did it a few times and um, we got caught out. And what they done, they gave us a 7 o'clock curfew for, for a week. So 7 o'clock come around, we all had to be in our rooms. Because we actually had like a house producer would go and check that they're all in our room. So we were literally, it was like a prison. You'd walk into your room at seven o'clock, check in with the producer, say goodnight. And um, yeah, we got stung. We had the, the big the big producer, Tyron McWilliams, ring us and say, you know, he's, he's played ball because at the end of the day, I'm the one that um, kind of has the final say how Australia sees you. So you will pretty much toe the line or there's the piv- There's fucked. a pivotal moment. So she's like, right, I'm going to fuck this bloke over. <laughs> I got, I got fucked anyway. I should have been out fucking partying every night. <laughs> I might have met a nice woman. <laughs> oh, that bloody eleven hundred bucks! Did you have to? Did the blokes have to? You would have to hire clothes and shit as well. Like you, you don't look like the. Uh, you're like me. You wouldn't be sort of a fashion guru, I don't think. But like, well, fucking didn't all the that's chicks? A- Michelle spanked about forty grand on the show, didn't she? She mate, a lot of the a lot of the girls, you know, spent so much. Heaps of I know Kathy was like, um, she was hiring dresses to wear every week. Yeah, before yeah. the dinner party and the commitment ceremony, you need you need to send them a picture of what you want to wear, and they and they send back and say, yeah, cool, or, or give you the name. Um, so she was paying about I think one hundred and fifty a dress to to hire one a week, so about three hundred bucks a week. I just went down to fucking cotton on and bought like four button up shirts in different colours for fifteen bucks each. <laughs> You're washed, a library. I washed them once and they, they shrunk down to a key ring size, but I, I, got, I, got, I got through. <laughs> what I was going to ask you, but I can't word it. I was going to ask you who the biggest fuckwit was, but I can't word it like that. But I will ask: Was there people in there you didn't get along with, or like pe- some people that didn't get along with each other that just? Because there's a mix of uh, people in there, fucking. Yeah. There's all the one, sorts. The, the, the one bloke, look, he, fuck, he's just different than me. And I, I just is that is uh Michael. I, you know, we're just different people. <laughs> I just fucking. On you, you're gonna. He's say just, it. he's just, he just, he just annoys the fuck out of me. Like, he just, <laughs> he just, just has to always be the center of attention. And he's, he is funny at times, but fuck me, man, it gets old pretty quick. You know what I mean? Like, and oh. he's, he's. He, He's more of like a martini guy drinking on a rooftop where I'm more, you know, get the Makita radio and let's go sit out in the driveway and have driveway beers. He just wouldn't fit in. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. How He's much, all right. How much truth was to that old bloody scandal? Like the, well, you had the Michael and Haley, and then you had the Stacey and Mikey thing. Were they all what, – what's percentage of truth and fabrication? Is that from the producers, all that stuff? Well, that's why they, they cracked the shits originally about that because all this scandal actually happened on the weekend when there was no, no cameras or anything. And then, see, the, the reason why we're not allowed to catch up is they stopped filming on a Friday and then if all this dynamic changes on the weekend, people cheat, people are fine. Then on Monday when they rock up the film and the relationships completely change, it doesn't make sense and it's hard to, to make sense oh, to the viewer. Yeah. Yep. So this one weekend, you know, I think um, Stacey went back to Adelaide uh, a few had family down and they um, from the family visits, the family lunch when they came to city. So some people went out, some people got on the bloody 
the drugs apparently. And it was <laughs> oh, it was just yeah. wild, man. I remember I remember opening my door, looking out here and all this noise, and you had one bird crying on the floor. You had two strangers <laughs> in Mikey's room. Chris was just going up and down the elevator by himself, like, <laughs> just cooked. Oh, what a legend! <laughs> so, uh, look, Michael, Michael and Haley, I do believe a hundred percent hooked up. Yeah. Uh, and then obviously Mikey came out at the end and said that that him and Stacey had cheated. Now at the time, I thought, well, what would anyone come and, and say on live TV that they've cheated and and make that up? But seeing what the producers do say behind closed doors and try and manipulate things, I honestly don't know. I, yeah, because I, don't know that, I thought that as well. The way it came out spontaneously, because and it was like that yeah. on a another season as well. Forget the incidents, but yeah. the way yeah. it was portrayed, I'm like, this just looks like he's being told to say this. I don't know, but yeah. then I, I sort of hoped it was true. That's the worst thing. You hope it's true. <laughs> I know. But looking like, as the final for Merritt at first sight, you expect it to be such a big a big finale. And if that never came out, it would have been as boring as watching fucking grapes grow because that was it. That's all, that's all that happened. That is it. Oh, because um, at the end we were all clutching on straws a bit. It sort of died off, but yeah, like it, all the action happens at the start. I reckon they need to condense it. But <laughs> they should have. Man, I was on the fucking show and I was just on my phone on the couch every night. So, <laughs> oh, yeah. Because what did they to watch it? What? Because uh, didn't they fucking starve you in the when they were doing <laughs> the bloody filming and all that? Weren't you all outside? You just they give you as much piss as you want, but no food. Just so you get do as much stupid shit as you can. Yeah, so, so, so most of it is, is the waiting before you go into the dinner party or, or the commitment ceremony. They pretty much um, separate you, put you in tents in a little plastic chair and you sit on that for, it could be an hour, it could be three hours, and they just give you a little crate and it's got about two packets of plain chips and um, a bottle of water, and that's it. <laughs> <laughs> it's fucked. Oh, Jesus Christ, you'd be just fucking munging at the bloody bit. Because didn't some of those commitment ceremonies, oh, the the dinner parties go to like three or in the morning or something if they didn't get they, what they, they wanted. They could go up to 12 hours. I found the whole thing funny. See, I, I was just kind of in the mindset like, fuck, you know what? I'm here for the experience as well. And if the experience is sitting on a plastic chair eating plain packets of chips, well, fucking, God, no, this is it. Well, and I was just laughing about it. But, fuck, some of the other casts were carrying on, man. They thought they were movie, movie stars blowing up and whinging over the chairs aren't comfy enough and all this. And I just thought, fuck. Oh, but, it's bloody hilarious. And... Because how, how quick did it die off? Like, once it all finished, because you, you were like a fucking, you're all superstars, but like, probably now, how yeah. quick do, do people get forgetting about pretty quick? Yeah, I think so. Like, I mean, social media, when it, when it's on me, it's, it's blowing up. I, I just fucking just stayed off the thing because it was just constant message, message. Where now it's just kind of, it's kind of died off heaps. Um, and that's about it. You might get recognised going to get bloody a loaf of bread at the server, but. But that's about it. Well, what's people messaging you for? Like, besides annoying cunts like me asking you to come on the podcast, <laughs> what are they, buddy? What are they just messaging you saying good day? What are they hitting you up to do just, stuff? What just, happens? Just, just, just good day. Yeah, heaps of heaps of suspect chicks that just message you like once. I get some girls, and it's the same women that message you like once every two weeks. Some chicks been messaging me like every two weeks. Like, um, sorry, I'm just getting a call. I've been getting this message from some bird, and it's like, hey. Hey, you there? And every two weeks, it's the same thing. And she's like, "Oh, you know, it's good to see a guy that can't wait to have a family. These are my kids." And she sends me photos of the kids and oh, kids and everything. Christ. And I've, I, have, I haven't replied once, so I reckon, you know, I'm not ready to be hung up on a bloody um, meat hook like um, and get Catherine knighted. But yeah, so I haven't, <laughs> I haven't replied to that one yet. Oh fuck me! You bring them all out of the woodworks, wouldn't you? Uh, well, as we said. It- 
especially the fucking soccer mums, mate. The, as you said, this is your what? What's it? Give us your. You said Kathy wasn't your type of Sheila. What is your type of Sheila? Are you going for the milfs or are you going for your age? What are you, What are you looking at, brother? Yeah, I just, I just want to, you know, whether they, it doesn't bother me whether they're, they're single mums, whether they've got bloody, you know, age or that. I just like me. I mean, I usually tend to go for like just a laid back kind of chick, you know, more more natural. Just just a chick that likes to have fun, you know, camping, outdoor, bloody movie night in or a beer at the pub. Should That's I all. Twine. Can make me laugh. Should I twine yeah. as well, obviously. Yeah. yeah. Just not, I mean, I'm not really, I don't typically go for your high maintenance bloody Instagram model chicks if that's a, if that's a type, you know what I mean? It just doesn't bloody interest me. But yeah, like makeup, makeup's optional. Makeup's optional. It is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What about bloody, oh, this was a good one. Because this portrayed like this was like you and Michael were fucking tight buddies, but we've been uh, we've been informed that that ain't the case. The old Ivan and Alex thing, when the you know when you and Michael were in there, bloody they said oh, about, about to back, they, yeah, they you had, had to sex. back him up and all this and like fucking. I'm like, oh, yeah. here we go. Josh and Mike are fucking good buddies here, but what was yeah, the guy so there? Because they oh, they're bloody so res- this- respecting our bloody privacy. I'm like, you, you fucking rooter or you rooter, mate. You're on a fucking TV show talking about your feelings, mate. But um, now look, um, so Ivan, I remember I snuck out and went for a beer with Alex and Ivani out on their balcony, played a few songs, happy days, and um, you know, I, I'd heard that they they had slept together, um, from both of them. Um, now what I think, I think that you know, I think Ivan really liked this girl, and um, you know, and they were this strong couple on the lounge every week, you know, whether it was a friendship pact or whatever it was, I don't know. And then all of a sudden, she um, she was saying basically that she was gonna she was gonna leave, and he was a bit upset. He rang me and said, "Oh, Josh, you know, Alex is saying there's no passion. Um, if it comes up at the dinner party, can you have my back and say that you know that you know well, obviously there is because we've been sleeping together?" And I said, "Yeah, mate, no. If you need me to have you back, I will." And that was it. Going into that dinner party, um, they seemed all right, and I thought, "Thank fuck, I don't have to get involved," you know, because I didn't really want to get involved in their business. However. Michael just brought it up out of nowhere and then kind of just brought me into it to back him up. He's the one that opened up the can of worms. So I reckon that a producer would have went around to Michael before going in there and informed him, you know, that they have been sleeping together and Josh knows and to go in there and pretty much just stir the pot and bring it all up. Yeah, right. How many of these producers are around, floating around at any one time? How many are on the show? Fuck loads of them by the sound. Fuck. So every, every couple has either one or two story producers that usually just sticks with that couple. Yeah. Um, and then you've got your, your three head honchos, which are the um, the three wicked witches of the West, I call them. Um, <laughs> there's heaps of them. There is there is so many of them. They're just they're, they're just they're just the bloody puppet masters, um, calling at the strings and that. But um, yeah, it's crazy. Like, we've been at dinner parties, and it's been and it's been that boring, and it gets that lame. We're just sitting there like this, and they'll come out and snap at you and be like, "All right, come on, guys, pick it up." You just need to talk about this. You ask her about this. This needs to be brought up. You're like, why the fuck would I care about what fucking Shirley and Bob done on the weekend? Yeah. You're yeah. a TV show, bring it up. And then you get, I get messages saying, oh, you stay out of Ivan's business. And I'm like, fuck, I'm in a TV show. I get, I get told to bring this up. You know what I mean? In yeah, real yeah. life, I wouldn't care. But, you know, it's just, that is what it, it is. It's fucking out there. Are any of them still together? Um, so you've got Casey and Michael together now. Um, Casey. and I mean, okay, oh, yeah, yeah, of course, yeah, that makes Drew, sense. The one from bloody LA, um, and Seb, Seb and Lizzie, they, they, they were the couple that was kind of like the big love story of our Oh, season, the I big guess. fucking old robot, yeah, he's a fucking, yeah, he's he's a fucking, fucking unit, that cut, he is out <laughs> there. 
He is massive, man. And you know what? He's exactly like that in real life, too. He's is he? fucking hilarious. Yeah. yeah. He sounds like he's a champion, good- eh? He is, man. He's, he's a real positive dude, he, he brought, you know, which was good. You know, I was always good to talk to him and just have him around. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. nothing but good words to say about him. Yeah. No, oh, so they're still together. Good on it. Yeah. Apparently, yeah. Because what? Didn't she, bloody, use her on your fucking measly uh, Centrelink 1100 a week bloody payment? Wasn't, didn't she get a bit of a, uh, apparently get a bit of a fixed price to come back on for the second season? She she would have for sure. I mean, I, I I don't know, but there was a rumor going around. She got paid a hundred hundred grand to um to come on. But I mean, she's because we didn't have access to social media or anything once we were filming. She still um was on social media regularly. Um, and she would have had. I mean, what I don't I can't understand why you would ever go round to it in that in that kind of environment again. Um, unless you had a probably good hundred grand, of, unless you were getting paid hundred grand, probably fucking or hundred grand, <laughs> and, and signed a contract that said that you'll get portrayed in a positive light because that's the one thing that was on the. I only read the first page of the contract, and the first page basically said, um, any audio, um, any filming can be cut, copy, spliced, and you may or may not be perceived in a positive light. And, and what you're like, what could oh. go wrong? <laughs> I was like, I'm not a cheater, and I reckon I'm an all right bloke. Fuck you, you, you fucking beauty. Signed, sealed, delivered to yeah. fucking Satan's door. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> me dead. Oh, it's fucking gold. Did you come yeah. out of it with any good mates? Like any, like any of the blokes? Do you still catch up with many of them? Um, I talked to a few. Yeah, I did. That, that's there's two things I'm fucking I'm happy about. It's the people I met. And having a bit of a platform now to try and do um, like a bit of work with Motor Neuron Disease Australia, I've been trying to get involved with that because I lost my cousin to that last year. Yeah. So yeah. I've been, been in talks with them. We've got a few things coming up where I might be able to help out with that. So I'm pretty pretty grateful for that. What are you going to do? Um, with what's on the radar with all that stuff? Well, I put me I put me, my ring and photo up for auction um, on eBay, and it, it got a lot of traction. We ended up getting 18000 18, was the highest bid. Was that Kathy? Did fucking, Kathy pay that or bloody? <laughs> We don't know. The first, the first, the top bid was a bloody fraudulent bid. So what happened was it's going through like a radio station. They're organising itself. They've sent out the second chance offer to the next ones down, and they've got basically thirty days. So we're just waiting to hear back. So hopefully that pulls in a few biscuits. And other than that, just um, yeah, I don't know. I was speaking to the head of um, MND New South Wales today, and um, all their fundraising events have kind of been caught off for the time being because this COVID stuff. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. yeah. Just basically said, you know, gave me number and said if I need a hand or whatever, let me know how I can get involved. So I'm hoping to do some stuff with them. Ah, oh, that's awesome, man. Good on you. Fucking any, any, yeah. yeah. Where, where are they, mate? Where's the MND? Is that bloody Australia? Do you need a beer yet? You need a fucking beer now. As your mate rocked up with the beer. Hey, Fuck yeah. Oh, yeah. Fucking. <laughs> Me roommate, say, what a legend. Oh, what a good bloke. Fucking. <laughs> Yeah, I'll just grab this another is me, one. This is my roommate, Ziggy. Hey, oh, Ziggy, bro. how are you, brother? I'm the best, mate. Oh, <laughs> the MBs. The <laughs> the I'll just grab another one. Two sex, mate. You all right, mate? There you go, brother. Yeah, good, brother. Yeah, cheers for that. Oh, bloody, um... What a bloke, I even got always, I always forget to edit the bits out where I'll go grab beers. There's, like, this five-minute silence that'll fuck off and we're all got beers and we get back in here. But I'll bloody put a little marker in then. Like, what are you... Oh, you're on the King Browns as well. Look at your fucking guy. What a, what a legend, eh? What a bloke. Oh, mate. Well, if this bloody um, fucking chase for the ultimate female doesn't work out, you can always bloody bat for the other side and go with Ziggy, mate. Fucking, he looks like a good option, the big fella. Uh, fuck, I tell you what. Hey, hey. He makes me happy. Yeah. <laughs> And then you could like, buddy, you know, watch the footy, 
watch the footy and bloody have a root at half time and bloody go the second <laughs> half. <It's> fucking, there's, <laughs> bloody, bloke, there's a bloke on bloke. There's a bloody perks of it. Oh, I'll tell you what. Fucking, <laughs> what did you have it? Speaking of male or male, did you have any bloody bromances in there? Who is it? Did you do? You I did. You're a I man did, that so, would attract so, a bromance, I reckon. Yeah, so me, 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 me top mate in there, who I'm, who I'm still kind of good, really good mates with now, uh, Big Dave, big, the, the toothbrush bloody villain. Oh, is he? There you big go. Country, big country boy, yeah. Yeah, of course, of course, yeah. He, he was a top bloke. He, he was unreal. Yeah, um, where's he, where's also, he based? He's in, he's just, uh, where, where are we? Is it where are we, Victoria? Where are we? New South Wales or Queensland? Uh, big, Victoria. Oh, Victoria, yeah, right, eh? Yeah. Victoria, Jeez, you wouldn't want so, to get into a fight with him either. You could fucking throw him uh, by the looks of it. Bloody oath, man. He's a he's an ex world champion or some some shit. He's got a few belts. I would I wouldn't stuff with him. That's for sure. Yeah, that's a good mate but, to uh, have. Who was the fucking? Yeah. Who was the weirdest unit in the show? It'd have to be Seb. <laughs> it? The weirdest unit. Fuck. All right, this is gonna be. You know what? In a good way, probably Seb. Yeah. Fuck, he was. Fuck, he was weird. Yeah. But it was a, <laughs> it, was a it was a good weird. Um. And besides that, well, no. How, how'd you go, like being a fucking like, bit of a blue collar hero like myself, and going in there hanging around with all these fucking influencer type characters like Stacy and that, all the bloody the Range yeah. Rovers and that, like it's chalk and cheese. What's it like, Henry? I couldn't. I'd fucking lose it. I'd tell them all what I thought. Yeah. Well, I mean, it, it was hard, man. I mean, everyone in there, you know, either you know was. Had a massive inheritance, had a successful business, you know. Yep. And I'm just this bloke who's struggling to pay me off this phone bill once every week, once every month. So um, I'm glad I didn't get I'm, I'm glad I didn't get ma- matched with some of them ones because I've got nothing to offer them. But um, except for a positive attitude and a few fucking shit jokes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but um, no, look, I actually I actually didn't mind Stacey. Stacey was actually pretty cool, eh? But um, yeah, there was just I mean, a lot of them were just that typical. You know, you could tell what that. I mean, look at them now. They're all selling. They're selling fucking skin laser. Pro- this is all about the Instagram. I feel, you know, I feel yeah. a lot of them went on there for themselves. Um, which don't get me wrong, you know, getting the attention that it's exciting, it's nice. Um, you know, for me, it was always the experience, and I always knew it was a slim chance find love. But if I did find love in there, what a what an unreal story to look back on and go, fuck, how did how did you guys meet? Well, I fucking went on this stupid TV show, but unfortunately, it didn't happen. So. Um, Oh, I just you... cried myself. To, I just cried myself to sleep with this. Oh, there's night. the photo. <laughs> oh, have a bloody look at yours. Oh, isn't that fucking cute? What do you? Yeah. So is that the the fraudulent bids? Like bloody that's put the, that that's on the, hold. Yeah. Well, this was either going to Mordor, so I'm glad you know we're we're trying to we're trying to find some good with it. So yeah, I'll let no. you know how that goes anyway. Yeah, bloody bloody oath. I'll, I'll chuck it. I won't. I'll chuck a fraudulent bid in myself. Maybe. Fucking. <laughs> you. I reckon you went on the wrong show. You should have like. Because I don't know who's still together long term out of bloody maths, but Farmer Wants a Wife, there's fucking 20 kids that have come out of that show. You should have went on Farmer Wants a Wife. You need a farm. But- I'm only missing the farm, you know. But um, Well, yeah, I mean, I feel like you get more more genuine people on, on that kind of show. Yeah. But in saying that, I mean, maths, I mean, what are the actual chances that it's really going to work out? I mean, you've got Cam and Jules. And I think you've, I think it's like oh a four, yeah, they were bloody, but they were boring because they were so in love. It was just boring. There was no bloody, yeah, yeah. exactly, exactly right. But I mean, you, you've got to really like them because at the end of the day, you're getting matched with someone who you know probably lives in a different state. Um, you know, 
may or may not have kids. There's, there's so many different factors, you know. When you're in this bubble of maps, you know, it's just used to and, you know, it's, it's easy to kind of get along. But then once the cameras are done, you know, you're kind of like, fuck, do I pack up and move? Do I do this, you know? But, yeah. Oh, do you reckon? Here, here's a fuck it. This will bloody stump you, I reckon. Uh if you could, like, look, because it's just potluck who you get thrown with, isn't it? Like, like they threw you with Kathy, and it all looked good at the start. I'll tell you, you, what TV says, you know, the experts don't sit around a table with a Bunsen burner and a magnifying glass. All it is is that the producers get your fucking picture, and they go, this and them, them and them, them and them, and that's all it is. Those I don't experts don't even give you advice. Those experts don't have any professional credibility whatsoever now after doing As soon as you go on maths, maths I think that's your fucking love, love career ended if you're looking to be a professional. But if you if you could go through all the cast and you could pick one looking back on it now that you reckon if you got matched with at the start and you would have made a go of it, who would have it been? Uh, uh, a fe- female one. Yeah, buddy. <laughs> one of the female ones. <laughs> yeah. oh, Connie. Yeah. There um, you go. Definitely. She seemed like definitely. a legend, eh? Connie, mate. She was just... Just a, just to me, like a normal a normal down-to-earth laid-back girl, you know what I mean? Um, yep. Ah, she was unreal, you know. She was a she was she was cool as so. I think if I if I did get matched with her, you know, um, who who knows what may, may have happened. She was definitely more my type. What's she but, up to now? Fuck, <sighs> not much, oh, eh? The I've one been that talking got to away. her a little bit, eh? Oh, the one that got away. We're reaching out, Connie. What are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> uh, we we still talk regular, so we'll have to once this um coronavirus. Packs the suitcase and fucks off. I'm gonna um go down and see it. So you never know what may happen. There you go. Once you can get in that one and a half metre zone, fucking look out. <laughs> She's fucking on. Because what the, wasn't there room? There was all bloody shit on the news. She was with uh, Matt from fucking The Bachelor, and there was yeah, all sorts. Yeah, just, just bullshit. There's, there's so much bullshit. I stopped reading the articles because it's just it's just fucking shit. Well, especially about having a personal sort of feeling on that level, you would have cried yourself to sleep seeing that sort of fucking media come out, wouldn't you? About Connie, fuck me dead. Oh, mate, it was hard, you know. I um, yeah, I basically just had to listen to Celine D D on soundtrack and kind of get <laughs> myself out of it. But the um, heart will go on. The Titanic song. I cried, that's I cried, all right. I cried many a tears that week. I tell you, <laughs> she did bloody come. Yeah. And- but he was a he was he he was an Instagram boy, wasn't he? What the fuck? Well, I've, I've forgotten half the names. What was her bloody the long haired fella, Johnny Jonathan? Yeah, the man bun, Jonathan. Fabio, yeah, Fabio, yeah. He, he loved his Instagram and that. So why that was you... a bad. I mean, I feel like everyone everyone was a bad match, and I feel like if they didn't bring in Seven Lizzie, the show would have been just an absolute fireball. Like no one was getting along. Except for Michael and Stacey, but I mean, they both cheated. Well, apparently, both cheated on each other. So that's just a fucking, that's just a joke of a relationship, anyway. If you ask me. Oh, Michael, he, but I'll tell you what. Like whether he was, uh, whether he was a dick or not, he played the villain well. Like he did it well. He did. He, he did. You know, I, I, I love watching him on TV. It was good. He's actually got he's got some good one liners. Like he had a great analogy to explain every situation. I've got to, I've got to hand it to him. But he's, he, he's, he is funny. He, he is. Someone asked me who was the funniest in there, and I, I said Michael. I'll give him that. He, he was funny. Can't but, handle uh, his piss butt by the sounds. Thank yours. He can't handle his piss by the sounds. Yeah, well, apparently he, he, he's got his own fucking wine label. You think you'd be bloody, um, you know, immune or, or build up some tolerance? But... <laughs> He might be running a light wine. Fuck, I don't know. He, must, oh, he, he must be doing too much of the fucking taste testing, I think. He's funny. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like he just did a job on himself. Because oh, where, where where was the whole thing? I used to I went to uni in Sydney. Where was the bloody where was maths actually filmed? 
what suburb and all that look like some old warehouse that's been renovated or something. Or I can't even remember the suburbs twenty minutes down the road, but I know I know we we lived in the CBD. Yeah. Um, and the we filmed at the Channel Nine close to the studio, which is probably like about a fifteen minute fifteen minute out. So I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have a clue. I something like that. It's a fucking big. Well, you wouldn't live in Sydney for quids, would you? Fuck no, that place. Nah, nah, no way. Too much. It was nice. For, it, it was nice for a little little change for a bit, but fuck man, it was just it was just too full on for me. Yeah, yeah. What is there? Was there anything real significant that happened that you all know about that didn't get filmed? That was like, do uh, they or they? They probably goes the yeah. other way, doesn't it? They're finding shit to fucking film that actually doesn't happen. Yeah. So they originally, so I think um, they tried to make Jonathan Connie's bloke talk about Casey, and like they 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 both tried to make a storyline out of Casey and Jonathan. And Connie and Drew, so like a partner swap. And what they yeah, did, you yeah. know, because basically Jonathan wasn't keen on Connie. They made this story that Connie was just staying there to like build a confidence and all this um, or whatnot. And they both sent him on different dates, which was filmed, but they never ended up putting it on TV, which I don't know why. Uh, but then once right. filming wrapped up, jo- yeah, once filming wrapped up, Johnny and um, Johnny and Casey ended up bloody rooting anyway. So is that right? Yeah. That doesn't yeah. matter. They don't look a bloody... I think it's the man bun and the earrings. I just didn't fucking... Oh, I didn't find Jonathan personally attractive <laughs> myself. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, right. So, because was Connie, like, was that the character she was told to play, the bloody real shy, low on confidence girl? Or was that actually her yeah. or they just no, portrayed that was, her? They, they, they definitely accelerated that heaps. That was her story. So she was the kind of shy girl and... And that, um, and then at the end, it was all about her fighting herself, and she comes out a bloody grown person and all that. Because she actually, the last commitment ceremony where she kind of stay and she kind of had a bit of a breakdown, you know, that was that was real because she originally wrote leave, but the producers didn't let her write leave because they didn't have enough people, so they made her write stay. And they said, "This is going to be your story, you know, you'll look good and all this." And she wasn't happy. I mean, her and Jonathan both weren't happy for the majority of the experiment. But yeah, same with Michelle, Michelle and Steve. Michelle wanted to write um leave one time and she got she got um convinced by producers to write stay she was you know they, they didn't let her out of a room for about a couple of hours because you have to show the producer what you're writing before you go in yeah you can't just go in there and secretly write it and, and put it up yeah yeah but, Poor um, michelle just probably she was locked up for three months she just wanted to get out and have a route because fucking steve. Yeah, she, and that was the that was the funniest thing she's on there just saying steve what with friends just just fucking root me what What's the worst that could happen? And Steve's exactly. like, no, 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 Michelle, Michelle, no, no, I'm, you know, I'm a gentleman. The and old geezer. Just, <laughs> and I, the old geezer. But, oh, um, fuck it, baby, laugh. I'm just like, because she's a bloody stutter. I'll, just, I'll, I'll keep going back she to is. this. I actually, she's the only other... Oh, actually, you know that voicemail I sent you to come on and have a yarn? I sent, like, a replica... <laughs> To her, and I like fucking. I didn't get one back. She's like, "Who the fuck's this?" And now she's going to think I've got a bloody thing for her. So I've got a bloody missus and kids. So there's no threat there, Michelle. But fucking, I'd love to hear her side of it. She sounds like a legend. She's she must be sponsored by Adidas or something now. See her on Instagram. She's she's hilarious. I'll I'll I'll, um I'll I'll message her for you if you want and get onto her. I'm sure she'd love to do it. She just wouldn't have. I don't know. She probably gets. We we, there was a a period where we were just getting so many messages, you know, and it's so hard to. Remember to go back or reply. You just get over it and you fucking go, oh, I'll reply later and then you never do. Yeah, so yeah. Oh, she'd, be more, 
She'd be more than happy to have a chat, but Oh, chat, good on you, mate. So what's bloody plans now? So that sounds like the motor neuron you you're using this whole experience to leverage into the to the motor neuron side of things. What what what's your goal with it? What do you want to do? What do you want to get out of it? Just just help out, you know. I um you know, when when my cousin passed away last year, you know, a lot of us like family and that, you know, we you know, we made a promise that we we're going to stay involved with Motor Neuron and keep helping out where we can because, you know, I like to think that every type of fundraising event, every kind of donations you get is one step close to having a cure. Yeah. And, you know, just seeing what, what his family went through and all of us, man, it was the, it was the worst thing I've ever experienced, you know. So what was the, kind of, what um, was the duration of the whole um, from when he got diagnosed to when he passed away? What How long did that, the deterioration stage, I guess you'd say? Yeah, so, so basically to get... Diagnosed with motor neuron disease, they say between one and five years. But I mean, yeah. after about the second year point, you start, you can't, you, you, your body's basically shut down anyway. You know, you're just mm. basically a set of eyes sitting in a chair. Um, he passed away at the age of 33. He was diagnosed when he was 30, so three yeah. years. Yeah, because my, it it's funny, my footy coach, same thing when we were 18. He, um, he'd be one year as bloody passing the footy, bloody cross the whole field like an athlete, and then got diagnosed with motor neuron and just yeah just this slow thing we all oh. went through and we had fundraisers and yeah what what what's the view, just, what's the view on a cure is a is a cure possible like what are, what are their thoughts i guess you're probably in in with the pros now about what the medical side of it is well i mean they've got see adam was lucky he got on a few kind of trials which kind of slowed down his progression a bit which was good but yeah. At the moment, you know, it's just recent. There's there's no known cure, and that's 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 the worst thing about it. You're basically given a death sentence, and you know what's to come when when you get you know when you get diagnosed, you know, and it's 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 terrible. That's that's the worst thing, you know. Just you know, there's there's nothing there that, that can that can cure it. So there's so, but there's so much room for like I guess the stuff that you want to get involved in too, like of um, look, it mightn't be a cure, but like organising things for people that are going through this. Well, like, yeah. unfortunately, as you say, a death sentence, but you can just make that period so special for them, for them and the family. Yeah, with guys like you, guys like yourself, I think it's awesome what you're doing, brother. It's uh, yeah. Well, you got to, I mean, I mean, you got that's that's. I mean, I've, got, I've got a bit of a platform now on social media, you know. So why not use it for something something positive? You know what I mean? Like, I'd, I'd rather I, I get more out of doing like that kind of thing than fucking selling teeth whitening kits. That's for sure. Well, like that, like, that never that never interested me. Yeah, and I think like like to be fair, like yeah, especially with the the fucking soccer mum comments this morning, like you can get a rude easily enough. So like you don't you don't need Instagram for that. But fucking nah, good on well, you, man. I but like look anything that I don't know what we can do over in the West. But if you need anything yeah. in the West, let me know. I'll fucking I'll plug me bloody hundred contacts that I've got over <laughs> here and we'll fucking go from there. Nah. What's the Beautiful. is the Instagram? That'd just be overwhelming. It wouldn't. It'd be a full-time job just managing that, wouldn't it? All the social media, if you get into it. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's slowing down heaps for me. See, I basically I have two inboxes. Um, anyone that messages me who I'm not following, excuse me, all their messages get filtered into that inbox, and then I have just my inbox of all my friends and everyone I follow. Oh, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so it's not too bad, but um, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Fucking. It is what it is. I, I, I'm usually just on Instagram uploading bloody drunk videos on a Friday, yeah. going to beer in a cowboy hat. So, <laughs> it up. I'll go, going on, going on live with the guitar, fucking half cutting it. 
on a Saturday night. It, 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 so, do, you, do you notice, like, a couple of the posts you put up, you wake up, you're like, fuck, I was shit-faced when I did that. Like, especially now that you got all these people following you, you could do something fucking stupid if you were pissed. Oh, like, and, oh Ivan, Ivan actually um, was come down to um, was down in Newcastle a few weeks ago and we caught up for a sneeze, you know, he popped around. I said, "All oh, right, let's just go in the in the man cave and have a beer." You know, nothing, nothing big. You know, because it's COVID and we're not meant to be doing it. Yeah. But we ended up getting blind, and he ended up getting on my motorbike and doing a fucking shed burnout. And the next day, it was in the news. So, oh, really? <laughs> yeah. If you search Daily Mail, Josh and Devon, it says. <laughs> Glasses. Josh Devan doing shed burnouts and having shed beers. We got slammed. Oh, Levan, like, le- when he uh, he sounded like a legend. Like, because when they portrayed him at the start, he was like this real <laughs> fucking wacko, bloody real estate yeah. agent. But then when he talks, yeah. he's like he sounds like a legend. Oh, buddy, it, you know. Look, you know, when I first met Ivan, I just thought, ah, oh, fuck, he's another person I have nothing in common with. Especially but with the, the name Ivan. The more like, I got to know him, man, he's, he's actually like a real boys boy, eh? Like, he loves yeah. a beer, he loves like, loves hanging with the lads, he even rides bikes and shit, so yeah. I still talk to him regularly. He's, he's actually a good dude. Yeah, nice. I wonder if he's selling yeah. any fucking, if he, if it's promoted, like, increased his fucking house sales, this whole thing. You Everyone would want to go I'm... buy a house off Ivan. Of <laughs> <laughs> I, reckon, I reckon it would for sure, I mean. Surely. It'd be fucking mad not to. Mate, it's been bloody... Thanks for the insight. We've fucking smashed yeah. it. We've enjoyed a bloody beer. Oh, the, the missus will be back soon. I'll fucking drink it because it's ain't, it was only 9.30 <laughs> when we started over here. But like, I'll keep forgetting that. You're, you're, um, you're two hours behind, aren't you? Yeah, no, I've, I've got a pretty strict rule. You've got to have a beer with every interview. That's like sort of what you come to expect. So fucking yeah. tell Michelle she can get her, have a red wine. That's all good fucking when she comes on. So, yeah, yeah, I'll message you for you, for sure. Yeah, nice. What's, uh, well, that's fuck it. That's me. I've ran out of shit to ask you. I don't come in too prepared. I've ran, <laughs> hey, I don't come, come in like, too prepared, bro. I'm playing podcasts. You've, you've kept them rolling, eh? I'm, I'm fucking terrible at being a topic conversation. And you've kept me going, so I know you've done well. Yeah, no, nah, th- thanks, eh, brother. And fucking, I'm glad you bloody, I'm glad you come out of it without getting stabbed by a bloody psycho fucking stalker <laughs> or online trial or anything after this, but. Oh. Well, it's, it's just been it's just been actually picked up in America. Starts um in a few weeks in the US. So we're going to be going through it all again. I'm going to be getting bloody messages saying you fucking jerk and all this. Oh like no! Oh, because you'd be there, and they're going to love you. Because I, I remember when I went to uni, the American exchange students, because like I'm the same as you, they think I was putting the accent on. And they're yeah, like, yeah. they're like, oh my god, you're so awesome! I'm like, this. I'm like mate, yeah, they're gonna be fucking flying over here, knocking on your door. I think. Oh, they're not gonna know what I'm what I'm even talking about. I think I told you on the phone the other day. You know, I got a few messages from Canada, and they're like, you know, we, we love watching you, Josh. Got no idea what you're ever saying, but we love watching you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, mate, you're going to be the next fucking Steve Irwin. You've got to find an animal to wrestle or something, mate. You're going to be the you know, fucking American what, success. What, what do they say? What, what's what is what's a struth and what's a holy demon? I'm like, <laughs> I'm, not getting, I'm not getting into it. Just fit in or fuck off. Like, it is, it is a bloody, it is a whole other language, the Aussie slang, especially when you get to the bogan level like yourself and mine. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> when, when, other, when other Aussies are telling you that, you know, you, you, you're pretty Aussie. It's yeah, something's going on. It must just be like a Newcastle thing, and I'm sure it's the same up there. But oh, fuck, fuck. good stuff, brother. Nah, thanks a heap for today, mate. Bloody squeezing it in. Fucking, you got your. Nah, it's been good, mate. Keep, keep. Play. I've been bored around the house, so it's been enjoyable. Good yeah. to have a chat. Oh, now you can fucking listen to yourself talk once I release this. So, bloody, just keep it on, <laughs> keep it on replay, mate. 
fucking beautiful. Ah, sweet. As I'll fucking knock her off there, mate. Best of luck with everything, champion. Thanks, brother. I'm sure I'll talk to you again soon. Yeah, I'll get no in contact worries. with um, Michelle for you and um, pass your details on to her. <laughs> good on you, mate. Cheers. All good. All right, brother. Ah, good on you, Josh. You what a legend, mate. That was absolutely hilarious. Oh, I told you there was some juicy secrets in there. Now, make sure you keep a watch out for any work that Josh is doing with the motor neuron stuff. And if you do see it, get behind him. He's a good-hearted bloke and an absolute legend. Thanks, mate. Look forward to next season of Maths. Stay tuned, everyone. Hooroo.